Ooh, you were a snowy woodland scene today. Yeah, you were a mountaintop, which was very nice. Oh, very nice. Very relaxing. Very relaxing. (laughs) Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome to the 12 Days of Ultraman 2020. Day 12 here on the Science Patrol. Yeah, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me, as always, is everyone's favorite cotton-headed ninny muggins, Mr. Patrick Green. <laughs> hey, everybody, how are you? That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I enjoy that. I, I, I read, there's a good little documentary on Netflix right now. I've seen the, it. You saw the Christmas movies that make me? I yeah. did. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I liked it. Other than the fact that I very much dislike the, um, well, what could have happened? And then it cuts to a movie like. Somebody doing a movie line. Yeah, and it goes wrong. Movie lines can go very, very wrong. Rich is sneezing, so movie it's lines can it's go. It's just that, like, it's distracting. It's it's a, it's a, it, you don't have to be cutesy in a documentary, just. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I got you. I got you. That's fine. Anyway. I didn't particularly mind them being cutesy because it is such a cutesy movie in the first place. So I don't particularly have a. Problem. I have a funny hunch that every episode is like that. No, they're not. I've seen them all. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. I've watched the whole thing. The movies that made a series, I've watched the yeah. whole thing. I can't wait until. Uh... Oh, it's called Movies That Made Us. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's so. A, there's a podcast out with Joe Dante and. Um... And Josh Olson called the movies that made me, and uh, that's been out for like I don't know four years now. And yes. I, I want to be like, hey guys, uh, did you notice that you took the title from somebody else that's been using it for something important all this time? I don't think they honestly cared because it's slightly different, and it's more about the making of the movie rather than how the movie made you feel when yeah. you first watched it. Yeah. So I, I kind of let them slide on that one. Who am I yeah. to say? But hey, we're not lawyers. No, not in the least. We don't all get right. paid that much. No, we don't get paid much at all. But uh, <laughs> so on 313-2017, the 12th episode of Ultraman Orb Origin Saga, A New World, aired on Amazon Japan, directed by Kazuya Kanaka and written by Hirotoshi Kobayashi. Uh, this was, it's funny, in continuity, the next thing would, of course, be The Sunset Wanderer, the first episode of Ultraman Orb. And right. the next, the actual next production, though, was the movie. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That kind Which of, is so they funny if this... you think about it. Like, okay, did you're going to do this, now you movie? go way back, and now you go uh, way forward. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right. Uh, and I mean, the one right. thing, since we're about to talk about it, and people have obviously seen it by now, at least they went to a completely different Earth, a different yes. universe's Earth. So that way, this now can fit in the continuity, because yeah. why not? It's a different universe. Why not? Yeah. Some, there's another Earth with a giant tree of life on it in Tokyo somewhere. No, because in the original orb, there was never a tree of life. That's what I'm saying. There's a different Earth somewhere with a tree of life. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, of course there is. Yeah. At the end, they were like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I think I'm going to go to another universe. And it's like, okay, great, good. That's all you needed. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you needed. All it really takes for us to say, all right, I got to buy that because it makes (laughs) sense in their storyline. That's right. That's right. I have the worst allergies today. Like, 
It's terrible. I'm constantly sneezing. And it's uh, a wet and nasty day here for all those that care. We know you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got the itchiest nose. It's the worst. Oh, that's, that bites, my friend. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, he's he's honking them out. <laughs> yeah, fortunately, I've, I'm quick with the mute button these days. There you go. You've learned. <laughs> it only also, takes us how long? <laughs> yeah, I also learned that if you're doing this on Zoom, you can mute it with the space bar. Ooh. I wonder if that works on this. I'm going to try it real quick. Go ahead. Whoa, no, yeah. it gave me a weird double view of us. That's That was weird. That can't be good. <laughs> yeah, it looked like we were on a roller coaster together. That was odd. Oh, okay. that can't be good. Um, yeah. Um, so... A young Dr. Psyche happily walks with his parents until an unknown war takes their life, causing him to mourn their deaths, of course. And that was where he meets Queen Beazle for the first time. And right. the scene shifts to the present where the uh, fusion of uh, Psy Queen roars, bringing uh, the infected Arstron and uh, Vakashim that apparently survived the whole conglomeration. <laughs> down to earth sure sure yeah. sure yeah didn't we leave two ultramen on that planet to take care of these two yabos oh good lord <sighs> whatever I mean, yeah yeah um, exactly and again it's one of those wasn't planet canon seventy thousand light years away oh wait they're ultras they can fly faster than light okay sure. what was i thinking yeah well they are <laughs> beings of light so sure okay whatever <laughs> do what we need to do um, exactly. Script magic again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where the hell did the bell go? Oh, there it is. I don't have the bell, my friend. That's a you thing. <laughs> I thought I put it out, but I had moved it. So, um, uh, seeing that the tree of life is a, th or as a threat, the army of course tries trying to destroy it. Asuka and Musashi reach earth and all five Ultramen transform for the final battle. Now, yes, of course that happened. I was like, okay, this is where the money's at. And right. we were right. <laughs> yes. Yes. I did. This is where, A, they didn't have to bring out all the toys to do all the different transformations. Right. But they I don't did know if there were toys for this. I, I'm well, almost positive there probably One of them had the little bracelet that <laughs> well, They all have toys. Yes. They all yeah. have their own henchin devices. That's, everybody gets one. That's, you know, that's, right. that's a standard Ultraman practice. Well, yeah, of course, you've got to sell a toy. But they didn't have to show the toy in all of the transformations. No, which because was, you've already bought that. Well, of course. In theory. Of course. <laughs> of course. But I, I did like the fact that they were all there, all transformed. And then they showed a five screen, I guess, like a diagonal yeah. cut with one in the middle. And all of them all at the same time, which I thought was excellent. Yeah. Yeah, that worked out real nice. Yes, yes. And you know what occurred uh, to me at this point? I don't know. I betcha that they originally, or this was may have been uh, conceived as a movie. Because this, no. this hold on, but let me, go ahead. Let, me, let me give you my, let me give you my what for about this. Gather your wool, go ahead. Yeah, I think, because if you, if you look at it, um, we had a lot of dead. We had a little couple of dead episodes in the middle, right? Right. Okay. Then at the end, just like every movie that we've really encountered so far in the new generation series, we have a whole boatload of past ultras show up and fight this bunch of monsters at the end, right? 
here's the only problem with your, your gathering, okay. which is a decent thought. They had to build a whole storyline knowing that they were still coming out with a movie. Because you said they went right from this to the filming of the movie. So that it doesn't, doesn't mean they couldn't that doesn't mean they didn't write two movies originally. An origin movie and the other and the continuation movie. <coughs> but Amazon was like, well, if we expanded this into a twelve episode series, and Super A was like, Yeah, yeah, we, we yeah, sure, okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll get on. All there. right. All right, sure, sure. You know what? I can't really argue it because, like you said, there were a few different episodes that were pretty much dead air time. That yeah, all right, and it, it makes sense. And it like okay, like now we have twelve. You know, now we have a little bit of extra uh, budget for the big fight at the end, which yes. contains a whole bunch of ultras, which seems to fit the pattern of Ultraman movies at this point. Okay, uh, that's a fair thought. Just fair a thought. Okay, so. Um, uh, Shohei and Yui decide they're going to try to get to the Tree of Life um, via a tower that Which, appears to be stuck into it. But is that the most conveniently placed tower ever that wasn't there in the last episode? <laughs> that we know of. Um, <laughs> Unless it was hidden behind the tree from yeah, the sure. shot that we saw. Could have been behind a building we don't placed. know. <laughs> they were like, oh, we can't tell if there's fruit on the Tree of Life yet. And... Uh, <sighs> They're like, well, we need to get closer. And so they climb this tower. They're going up the stairs until they finally get to a floor where uh, Yui collapses. Of course, because she's tired. It's a long way up. Did you notice what she collapsed in front of? No. An elevator! <laughs> <laughs> there are elevator doors right behind her! <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> right there! <laughs> <laughs> well... Having worked in enough utility things, sure. they don't put elevators on those because they're never going to test them. Stairs are one thing you you know they're pretty much good for a very long time. Elevators you have to test at least yearly, yeah. and they cost money to put in and money to run, so they're not putting them there. Well, there was doors behind it that had buttons for an elevator. <laughs> there was an <laughs> elevator in this tower, Pat. I'm oh, telling okay. you. I'm just saying that I didn't doesn't notice that part. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you would think they'd put an elevator in this giant thing, and then she falls down. I'm like, like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I was full on waiting for her to be like, Shay, why didn't we take the elevator? And he'd be like, do <laughs> for one moment of lighthearted uh, yes. lightness. <laughs> so, uh, meanwhile, uh, Shinra and Juggler take down the smaller Beezums. Uh, Shohei plucks one of the fruits to discover that the, uh, like the rest of them, it doesn't glow because it's not mature yet. Right. Uh, Yui's like, no, you can make it glow because you, you, you are an evolved person now. So make it glow. And yes. he was like, she goes, look, you, you reached out over 70,000 light years to talk to an empress. Yeah. Like, you have this get, power now. Get yeah. with it. Like you can do this. And he was like, really? So, yeah. of course, the two of them hold it, and the fruit begins to glow, which is great. Of course. Good times. And um, <laughs> so they, he, he gets one to Orb, who uh, who throws it to the war deity, who is still um, – what was great is Ultraman Orb and Cosmo is putting, like, a force field around the war deity. Yes, yes. To try to uh, keep Stop her, her from, from exploding, action. basically. Right. 
Yeah, from destroying the universe by exploding. Yeah. Okay. So sure. then she sure. goes Damaga on us and it uh, blows through the force field and shoots off like these big fireballs into the city. And of you're course. just like, you're like, all right, yeah, there's some money. That's good. Yeah, exactly. Just, That's where yeah. the, the funding went. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. <sighs> so, uh, yeah. Um, they, uh, they're about to fall, you know. They oh, that's right, because they they fall because uh, doesn't something explode? I forget. She no, she oh, the, she's, as she's, she's blown everything out, yeah. up. She actually blows up the antenna that they're on. That's which right. Amazingly falls. You know, when a, when a blast hits the bottom of your antenna, you might fall. You yeah. might grab it. You no, might. Luckily, Orb catches them, and he's like, "Look, I've got the got the antidote," which we quickly administer the first dose to the war deity. Of um, course. And then he reveals that all the mature fruits uh, can be used as antidotes. Um, so Orb and uses then, one of them to stabilize the war deity. Right. And Cosmos and uh, Orb start, you know, they pull and start pulling them off the, uh, like summoning them off the tree. And then Cosmos uses them to purify the infected monsters and send them away, which I thought was pretty great. Like, <laughs> he just goes like, he lifts his arms up. And they're like, Woo! Exactly. <laughs> like, well, I guess you live in space now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the the kudos to the suit actors um in the monster suits because they managed to make it the monsters look like hey wait how'd we get here <laughs> <laughs> that i give them that it did look like they were a little confused as to why they were all of a sudden there and you're like yeah all right you know what i buy that I'll yeah. take that. I thought that was funny. Like <laughs> they're like, wait a minute, where what's going on right here? Oh, there's Zoe. Hey Owen, what's up? Oh, speaking of haircuts. <laughs> yeah, I know. He needs a haircut real bad. Yeah, you do, but you'll get it later. Not now. It's fine. I'll be done in a minute. Okay? All right. Uh, I guess not. <laughs> He's like, ah, it's fine. <laughs> um so uh yeah, then uh, let's see here. Um, then then the, uh, we see... Place. That's all right. Queen Beezold flies and tries to merge with the war deity. Oh, that's somehow, right. Somehow, since they're, you know, relatives or whatever. Right. And then we do get to see Psyche right in the middle of the Beezold, the Queen right. Beezold. Well, because she is... They are now Psyqueen. Of course. Yes. Of course. So then he's grabbed by the Ultra, and he's grabbed well, by Ultraman Orb, and who's then hurt enough to become Guy again. Well, they, 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 also explode, they also blow him up because all the Ultras use their finishing moves on him. Right. 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 So that, and then and we see the robot, whatever the robot's name Partel. is. Partel. Partel. There you go. Yeah. And that and falls he, as well. And Well, he and, saves Partel actually becomes kind of selfless and saves um, Shohei and the, and Yui from a big piece of rubble, and that's what kills him. Okay, sure, sure. sure. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> it also answered my question as to whether or not Partel was an actual prop or just a CG creation. And that Yeah, when they actually pick it up, it's an actual yeah, prop, so they see is, that. Yes, he is both. <laughs> for sure. Of course. And then War God also forms down to Amate and then Psyche and Guy talk about the Kagutsu and the tree of life and right. 
Yeah, well, I like the fact that he was like, oh, the Kagutsu is uh, a way to get rid of wisdom for, you know, like if wisdom has caused too many problems. And he's like, no, man, what happened? Why would the Tree of Life give an antidote to Kagutsu if that wasn't the problem to begin with? Right, right. And he was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, God. Fine. You You find the flaw in the crazy guy's theory. All right, sure, sure. sure. That's fine. Now, I'd like to, it'd be interesting to see Dr. Psyche come back in some sort of, uh, um, I'm not a bad guy anymore. In your series. Oh, no, we don't want to mix them up with the other guys. But like, (laughs) no, because Dr. Psyche was at least a a competent villain. Yes, yes. You know? Um, And he mourns Partel, um, who was (sighs) apparently his only friend. Of course, Um, of course. Yeah, that's you have to think to yourself if your only friend is a tiny little android uh, or you robot might have dude who's appears to be hell bent on destroying the universe. <laughs> maybe rethink relationships a little bit, just a tiny bit, yeah, just yeah. a tiny bit. <laughs> uh, oh, good god! But so, then they uh, yeah, all look at the tree and see that it is spreading its. It's curative, curative powers throughout this planet. Uh, and then Amate says, a world without conflict is possible, but that you actually have to work on it. it. You can't just make a world without conflict. People have to work on not battling each other. Right. It's, sure. the, it's sure. the whole, uh, the good Lord helps those who help themselves. Um, you've, heard, you've heard the old joke, there's a guy on a rooftop in a flood. Oh yes, I've heard this one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, for those for the for listeners who haven't heard it, there's guys like God. You need to you need to save me. And yeah, there's a flood guy in a rowboat. Yeah, there's a, a guy's on his roof. The water's up to his roof, and the ro- guy in a rowboat comes by, and he's like, "Come on, get in." He's like, "No, no, God's going to save me." And then a, a little while later, the water's higher, and a guy in a speedboat comes by, and he's like, "Come on, you got to get in." He goes, "No, God's going to save me." And then finally, the water's up to the guy's chest. And a helicopter comes and lowers the ladder. He's like, get on the ladder. He's like, no, God's going to save me. And uh, the guy drowns. And he goes to heaven and he says to God, he's like, what happened? I thought you were going to save me. He goes, look, I sent you two boats and a helicopter. helicopter. What more do you need? Yeah. Yeah, I always took took that as, you know, the Lord helps those who help themselves, like, uh, you know, meet me halfway. But, you know, as I got older, I realized, like, uh, just get off your butt and try to make things happen and get yeah. things moving and yeah. maybe things will get moving. God might help you along, but you have to do it yourself. You have yeah, to start to do it. Yes. There's that old joke where the guy keeps going, God, let me win the lottery. I want to win the lottery. And he goes on for years. Just, I would be so good. I'd give money to charity and I'd make sure there were no homeless kids and pets. And I'd be so good if you could just win the lottery. Let me just win. Come on, God. And then finally, you know, after 20 years of this, there's a thunder, thunderclap, and a voice comes in and goes, Dave, you got to buy a ticket. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> yeah. So, Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So um, uh, let's see here. Um, so all the ultras you... then talk to Guy and say, yes, there are multiple universes yeah. We're going to all go and save our own particular universe, and they all fly, all four of them. Yeah, they don't want to stay together. on one Earth too long. It's too much of a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
like too much of an undue influence on it, I guess. Right. Right. Yep. And then we get a shot of Planet O fifty. Right. With Guy on the mountaintop after having done that warrior's challenge. Right. And we see Juglas talking. And he's then, like, oh, I knew you'd be back here. Exactly. Exactly. And then Juglas disappears. We get our sword glow. Right. Makes some sort of sigil, which then goes to Guy, makes him orb. He does his transformation and takes off to the actual orb. Right. Beginning for his of next orb mission. show. Right. Right. Okay. Sure. 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 Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. I did like this series. It was. I got to be honest with you. It got way better. <laughs> it did. It did. Like you said, there were two, two or three episodes in the middle where we're sitting there going, "Really? Can we move along? Can 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 we move along?" But then yeah. you're like, "All right, all right, fine." You yeah. Good enough think, in the last battle. I think battles. it probably wasn't supposed to be as long as it was. That's why I think maybe it got a little. It was maybe supposed to be a movie, maybe. And they were like, well, we got to stretch it out. So let's write this part in. And then we can put this swords, these two swords ladies in. And then mm -hmm. there's this guy. And then uh, how about we put him on the moon? And, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Also, uh, what if he had a robot? You know, like, there's, there's a <laughs> what lot if the of bad guy had a robot and the robot was in charge. Sure, 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 sure. Right. sure. Like, there's a lot of there's stuff a lot that of... does seem to indicate that they had less to deal with and needed to build it out which yeah there's a lot that that rings true to the well what if this happened and a bunch of guys went, okay yeah that seems yeah. <laughs> that sounds good okay we'll try that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and i could oh. i tell you um that the actress who plays amate is man she's real easy on the eyes she's very very easy on the eyes there's no she, doubt about it yeah i'm trying to get her name is uh saki fukuda Yes. Um, they always do seem to find at least one attractive girl to put into these series. So just in case you're a teenage boy, just on the cusp of actually thinking girls aren't cootie girls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but I get it. Man, it's, yeah. Like I just, I, it is, it, I, I'm looking at her like, wow, she really, really, um, is good. like she's like one of those strikingly good like i'm just a man she's real good looking yeah um, yeah and there's no argument on this end for me yeah no no uh well <laughs> trivia amate's actress saki fukuda is a fan of ultraman dina and was very excited to act alongside uh takeshi serrano uh seruno who is uh shinosuka for ultraman dina oh okay um, cool enough yeah. so i thought that was kind of she was like yeah i'm, I'm psyched to be an ultraman so yeah, that's cool. You like to hear that the actors like the part that they're doing. Yeah. Even though they're just, you know, it's obviously a job at some point. You do like yeah. to hear that they do like the fact that they are on this kind of show. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it, I think it's, what, did you notice how shouty everyone, all the transformations were? Yes. In this one, there's yes, like... Is. Which is fine. Which is if you're there to choose scenery, by God, you choose yeah. all the scenery a, you can. I take okay a big bite, my friends. That's all we ask. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> they did chew a lot of scenery. I, I was like, that. wow, that is something. 
That's fine. Oh. That's fine. Yeah. So, guys, um, the Ultraman Orb origin story, origin saga, rather, um, it turned out to be pretty decent. I'd give it. Yes. A, I'd give it a solid B. I'd give it a B. Yeah, B, maybe a B minus, but a, a, in the B range, anyway. Yeah, because it was, you know, it didn't, it didn't stink. Um, we had a couple of dud episodes in there that I they could have tightened up. I think it was all like I think they just had to stretch it out too far. It does seem that way. Now that you know your, your thought- episodes would have been great. Uh yeah. two hour movie, also great. But yeah, exactly. uh you know, I think that's they, how they, these things go. That happens. That's why a lot of American TV shows who have to run twenty five episodes or twenty two episodes for a season get real long in the tooth. Uh-huh. About uh-huh. midway through, right? You know, it's terrible. Yeah. And then you, you watch series that go a little too long, and you're like, yeah, that you should have stopped that just then. Yeah. If you stopped your series at that point, it yeah. would have made a lot more sense. You kept going because of yeah, money. because you, you had to. Well, because we, at least now in a lot of American TV that isn't like major networks, they're like, yeah, no, 13-episode season. That's fine. That's yeah. all yeah. we have story for. I don't need... I don't need three episodes of the main cast walking around the forest or whatever. Uh, Just looking for stuff. Horse crap. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, like the, the problem with the last Harry Potter book, 200 pages of camping. Thank you. Yeah, I know. That was I not know. A, I know. Point, uh, at a certain point, uh, nobody was editing her. Well, it get, and that's the problem with the first of the two final movies oh, is yeah. the first movie is just them camping yep i don't need to see it nope. now i saw it in theaters yep. i own it yeah but i didn't need to see it <sighs> yeah i'm considering uh getting the the blu-ray box set just to save space because that's you know that's it's eight, eight movies keys. it's a Donna. lot of so i'm like i know i know maybe i should just get the blu-ray box set but i'll be honest with you i haven't watched them in, in a good while years see my so, issue is i have the set obviously yeah. but it's been on sci-fi the past i don't know month right every you know every, at least once a week they show all eight movies so that way they don't have to plan anything else <laughs> so I'll say, i mean you got to figure that's, that's more than that's 24, 24 hours, hours of stuff. programming with commercials <laughs> yeah good point <laughs> hey guys it's harry potter day again oh this is the best I don't uh, have to worry about it. Exactly. And I've I've sat there through them all. I'm not gonna pretend that I haven't, but not every single time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think I've seen I don't think I've seen now, mind you, I own them, but I don't think I watched them at home since Goblet of Fire. Like I bought it, but I don't think I watched it at home since Goblet of Fire. Okay. Like I own That's them, fair. but I haven't yeah. looked at it. And I'm yeah, like, do I really fair. still need to open these? Yeah. No, not really. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's nice. Goblet of Fire was the best of the bunch. There's no doubt. Man, it's been so long. I have to. I'd have to rewatch them. Okay. Well, uh, just take my but, word yeah. for it then. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah. Too, too much. Too much. Uh, too much got taken out of the books for my liking. But that's just me. Well, I mean, you could see once it actually got to Goblet of Fire. And oh, she knew huge. she was writing for movies. She just put in a lot more. Yeah. And she could get away with it because she knew everybody was going to buy the books. Everybody was going to buy I the think, movies. And once, once it got past uh, uh, Azkaban, she got 
less editing. Like there were no no one at the publishing house was like, no, no, let's trim this down a little bit. Let's yeah. like, and it she just got, got free reign, bigger, and bigger and bigger. And that last book is, look, I'm not saying I didn't like it, but uh, I could use without 200 pages of camping. Could have yeah. tightened that up a smidge, just, just a bit. A bit. Just I know, I know. But yeah, welcome to Harry Potter talk here on the Science Patrol. <laughs> Don't know that how that happens. happened, exactly, but it happened. We um, go off on tangents. It's what yeah. we do. What I also liked was, did you notice that uh, Orb Caliber looks a little bit more substantial in this, and much <sighs> less like something much less plasticky. Yeah, much less plasticky. They actually put a little bit more money into it. Yeah, there which might is be fine. paint on it. I don't know, like. <laughs> <laughs> might have done some 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 weathering on it or something like that a little bit yes yes yeah. which is fine uh, yeah. I give it a solid b it's available right now um it was available to stream on toku but that's going away as of uh well as we recorded it is no longer going to be available on toku on um uh, amazon oh, i wonder why not well, I think that licensing has expired on that and it's going to eventually move over to uh tokushatsu Oh, I got you. Okay, that makes uh, sense. They're gonna they're gonna have all of it at, eventually. I got you. Okay. So, mm -hmm. but again, happen. you could you could buy it digitally if you want from uh, moviespree.com, which is Mill Creek's digital site, or you can buy it for cheap on uh, it's like ten bucks. Oh wow! That's no, and it comes with Ultra Fight Orb as well. Uh, oh, which okay. We should probably we should probably watch. Get around well. to. Um, it's only half an hour. I looked into it. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> and that might be important. I don't know. So, um, that's not. <laughs> who knows exactly? Who knows? But, uh, yeah. So, I think that's it. And we'll be back soon. Uh, the next episode is going to cover uh, the two episodes of uh, Absolute Conspiracy that we missed. And then we're going to go right into uh, Ultra Q. Yes. Yes. Looking forward to it. All right. And we will see you guys soon. Uh, on behalf of the Science Patrol, I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Ford. Take care, everybody. Bring back back. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast. <laughs>